Blog Talk Radio. Oh, in love, 
Take it all away, take it all away till all that's left is you. Turn the sunlight down from heaven. Search me, search me. I'm open, I'm open. Search me, search me. Search me, search me. You're the only one qualified. You're the only one qualified. Cause you made me, you made me. Cause you made me, you made me. You know what's supposed to be.
Father God, in the name of Jesus, God, I thank you for tonight, God. I thank you for everybody that's gathered here tonight, God, to hear what you what you have to say, God. I thank you for this word. I thank you for how you're going to minister to their lives on tonight, God. Bless everybody that's listening live, God. Bless everybody that's listening to the replay, Lord God. I thank you for the revelation in this word, and I pray that it does what you want it to do on tonight, so that your name may get the glory. Sit me down and stand up mightily in me tonight, God. You move however you want to move in the midst of your word on tonight. In the name of Jesus, amen. Welcome, 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 fire everybody. I am your humble host, Prophet Stacey. Thank you for taking the time to join me on tonight. As I always say, I pray that this word will be a blessing unto you. Let's get right into it for tonight. The foundational text comes from the TPT. The TPT, that's the the Passion Translation. Lately, I've been reading scriptures out of the Passion Translation, and I really love it. So tonight's foundational text is Mark 5, verses 25 to 30, from the TPT, the Passion Translation. Now, in the crowd that day was a woman who had suffered horribly from continual bleeding for 12 years. She had endured a great deal under the care of various doctors. Yet in spite of spending all she yet in spite of spending all she had on their treatment, she was getting worse instead of better. When she heard about Jesus' healing power, she pushed through the crowd and came up from behind him and touched his prayer shawl. For she kept saying to herself, If I could touch even his clothes, I know I would be healed. As soon as her hand touched him, her bleeding immediately stopped. She knew it, for she could feel her body instantly being healed of her disease. Jesus knew at once that someone had touched him, for he felt the power that always surged around him had passed through him for someone to be healed. He turned and spoke to the crowd, saying, Who touched my clothes? Again, that's Mark 5. Verses 25 through 30 from the TPT. Tonight, this is a very familiar passage of scripture. It talks about a lot. It's referred to in sermons a lot. But in reading, studying, preaching from this passage of scripture, most of the time we focus on the miracle aspect of it. Most of the time we just focus on the miracle aspect of it. We focus on the fact that she got her miracle. She needed a miracle, and she got one. That's what we focus on most of the time. But how many of you know that if you've been tuning into prolific fire for some time, you know that the Lord always gives me a different revelation because I'm different. So how many of you know that we're going to go a different route tonight? But it's all good. To God be the glory. We always focus on the miracle aspect of it. She needed a miracle and she got one. But have you ever stopped to think that this woman with the issue of blood in tonight's foundation of text had somehow managed to survive 12 years without a miracle? I've never heard anybody talk about that, how she managed to survive 12 years without a miracle. Who does that? I mean, for 12 years, she had been bleeding nonstop exhausted from losing blood. But yes, yeah, she was she was alive. 
But yes, she was alive. She was still here. For 12 years, she had been isolated, kept away from her family and friends because she was considered unclean. And if they came in contact with her, they would be considered unclean too. So she stayed away. She was kept away. So she stayed away from them. She was kept away from them. Which led me to do a quick Google search for the question for the answer to two questions, which led me to do a quick Google search for the answer to two questions. Number one, can a person really die from a broken heart? Can a person really die from a broken heart? And number two, can a person really die from loneliness? To my surprise, the answer to both is yes. The answer to both questions is yes. A person can really die from a broken heart, and a person can really die from being lonely. But from the research that I discovered, it's more so from a broken heart, or what is referred to as broken heart syndrome, than from loneliness. Although research did find that loneliness, the feeling of being lonely, social isolation, and living alone were risks for early mortality, with an increased likelihood of death ranging from 26% to 32%. It had a percentage, loneliness had a percentage of 26% to 32%. Still, with the percentage in place, still with rumors being spread all over town that she was unclean and should be shunned, banned from public places, Still, with people talking about her, with rumors going all over town that she was unclean and she should be shunned, you should stay away from her. She should be banned from all public places. Still, with family and friends forced to leave her alone, forced to abandon her. Still, with sickness in her body for 12 long years and her money beginning to run low until she eventually was broke. Still, with all of that. Because tonight's foundation of Texas was no, she spent all she had on the doctor's treatment. So eventually she became broke. In spite of all, all of that, in spite of how her heart must have been breaking, because nobody pictures themselves battling sickness. Who pictures that? Who pictures themselves battling sickness, being isolated and broke? Nobody wants that kind of existence. Nobody pictures that for themselves. But here she was. She was battling sickness, being isolated, and broke. And people talking about her on top of it all. In spite of how lonely she must have been, missing her family and friends, thinking about all the special occasions she was missing out on. And those of you that have been isolated, separated from family due to the so-called pandemic that's going on, you can kind of relate to how she's feeling because some of you haven't seen loved ones in a long time because of everything that's going on. So you can sort of relate. She was lonely, missing her family and friends, thinking about all the special occasions that she was missing out on, all because of something going on in her body that she couldn't control, that she had no control of. In spite of it all, though, in spite of it all, that's how I know it's a God. In spite of it all, she was still alive. In spite of it all, the devil had hit her hard, but in spite of it all, she was still alive. Sickness couldn't kill her. Suffering from a broken heart 
or broken heart syndrome, as it's called, couldn't kill her. Neither put loneliness. Being lonely couldn't kill her. And somebody tonight, loneliness is not going to kill you. But a little lonely right now. Loneliness is not going to kill you. In spite of all that, she was still here. Still here. Tonight's message. Still here. Tonight's message. And for somebody, you can really relate to the woman with the issue of blood. Because like her, you're still here against all odds. The devil doesn't throw everything at you. Sickness. He doesn't throw a broken heart at you. Maybe you went through a breakup or a divorce. He doesn't throw loneliness at you. You don't have many friends. Family don't treat you right, so basically you're a loner. And you don't have the type of money, the type of finances you need to do what you want to do, what you need to do. But still, you're still here. In spite of how you may be feeling in your body right now, you're still here. So you can relate to the woman. With the issue of blood on tonight. Still here. But why? Why are you still here? That's a good question. Let's talk. Let's talk. You are still here for the same reason the woman with the issue of blood was still here. Beloved, God, God wants me to tell you on tonight that you're still here for the same reason that the woman with the issue of blood was still here. It took her 12 years. Of, it took her 12 years. 12 years of her bleeding, being sick and tired, brokenhearted, shunned, lonely, and becoming broke. It took 12 years for her to get up the faith she needed to see what she needed manifesting in her life. It took her 12 years to get up the faith she needed to see what she needed manifesting in her life. Without all the obstacles, without all the opposition, she still wouldn't have been in a position. She still wouldn't have been in a position to make anything significant happen for herself. Tonight, beloved, you need the things that you're going through. Everything that you've been through, everything that you're going through, you need it to get you to a place where you can make something significant happen for yourself. Somebody, without all the obstacles and opposition, you wouldn't have been currently in a position to make anything significant happen for yourself. Remember towards the end of the text in Mark 5, if you read the rest of the text in your, in your private time, you will discover at the end of the text, toward the end of the text, Jesus did say, daughter, because you dare to believe, your faith, don't miss it, it says your faith has healed you. Go with peace in your heart. I love that. It only says that in the TPT. Go with peace in your heart and be free from your suffering. That's Mark 5 and 34 from the TPT. Her faith healed her. Her faith got her healed. Because of everything she had been through, I'm sure she felt like she had nothing to lose by believing. And many of you listening on tonight, you don't been through so much. You don't have nothing to lose by believing God. By believing God, script your faith out there. Put your faith out there on the line because you don't have anything to lose. She felt like she didn't have nothing to lose by believing, by believing God, by believing Jesus. So her faith was hiding to the level of manifestation. So her faith was hiding to the level of manifestation. And she received her miracle 
after surviving 12 years without. If she received her miracle after surviving 12 years without, somebody out of Queen declared, your faith is being heightened to a level of manifestation. Your faith is being heightened to a level of manifestation. You really should thank God. Somebody, you really should thank God for everything that you've been through, everything that you're going through, because every obstacle, every opposition is positioning you for manifestation. Because thank God for it, because every obstacle, every opposition is is positioning you for manifestation, for the manifestation of your miracle. Your faith is being built the manifestation level. See, it took 12 years for her to get her faith to that manifestation level. Before she went through, before she went through what she went through, she wasn't ready. She was not ready. And somebody, your faith is being built to manifestation level. Your faith will get you what you need. I said your faith will get you what you need. After all these years of still being here, after all these years of still being here, but love, you have nothing to lose. By believing. You have nothing to lose by believing. God is not a man that he should lie. According to Numbers 23 and 19, God is not a man that he should lie. So what do you have to lose? Put your faith out there. Put your faith out there. After all these years, your faith should be a, should be at the point that you can believe God for anything. Because he, he, he's already brought you through so much. When you think about it, he's already brought you through through so much. And you might be still going through, but you got to remember what he's already brought you through. And you have to stop and think to yourself, God is indeed a good God. He is a God that does not lie. He's not a man that he should lie. Let's pray. Father God, thank you for everything you've taken us through, for everything you are taking us through, all of which is building our faith. Yes, we know that faith comes by hearing, according to Romans 10 and 17, New King James. But like the woman in tonight's text, so many of us had heard about Jesus, but we couldn't receive Jesus right then. But, oh, but, oh, when things keep happening over and over, things that we can't control keep happening over and over, sooner or later, faith becomes the only option. And somebody... You're at the end of your rope. You don't know what else to do. Faith is your only option. Things keep hitting you over and over. There's God trying to get your attention. He wants you to trust him, to just stretch out on faith and believe that if you can just make contact with him, the contact that he wants to have with you, everything would be okay. You'd be healed. You'd be delivered. You go from being broke to having money in the bank. You go from being lonely to having trustworthy friends. Oh, if you would only scratch out on faith. God has what you want, but it's tied to your faith. You must believe that your faith is at the manifestation level after everything that you've been through. Loneliness is not going to kill you. I said loneliness is not going to kill you. Being brokenhearted is not going to kill you. Sickness is not even going to kill you because the Bible says, according to Psalms 118 and 17, I shall not die. I'm making it personal. I shall not die, but live. You shall not die, but live. Quote that over yourself, especially in this season with everything that's going on in, in this world. 
you shall not die, but live. You shall not die, but live. When things keep happening over and over, sooner or later, faith becomes the only option. And right now, that is your only option. So here we are, Father, willing and ready to receive. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I pray that this word bless somebody. This concludes concludes the message on tonight. Something new is going on at Prolific Fire because Prolific Fire deals with real issues like the issue here tonight. I feel like a lot of you would prefer to talk to me in private, not on the air. So I will no longer be opening the phone line publicly on Prolific Fire. Therefore, take note of this information. If you need prayer or Bible-based consultation, here's what I want you to do. I want you to call me or text me at 865-408-8690, or you can email me, prolificfire, prolific, P-R-O-L-I-F-I-C, fire, at gmail.com. And I will get back to you as soon as possible. Again, the number is 865-408-8690. You can also call or text me if you want to talk about sponsoring a child through World Vision. I'll be glad to give you more information about that. There are so many wonderful, deserving children that need sponsors to come alongside them and help them better their lives with food, water, shelter, clothes, education, just a whole new, better way of life. They'll be a blessing to you as, as well as you a blessing to them. Because after all, that's what God tells us to do in his word. He tells us that we are blessed to be a blessing. He tells us to give and it shall be given to us. So if you want somebody to give to you in your time of need, now is your time to reach out, reach out to a child that's in need. So if you like to do that, you can also call me at that number, 865 865- Four zero eight eight six nine zero, or text me and say you want to sponsor a child, and I'll get you some information. Don't worry if you miss the number and you know you need prayer or Bible-based consultation, or you want to talk about becoming a Word Vision sponsor. Don't worry, the number will be up on all my social media platforms immediately following tonight's service. So if you know me from Twitter, it'll be on there. If you know me from one of my Facebook pages, it will be on there. Either either the ministry page or my personal page, it will be on there. On Instagram, of course, it'll be on Instagram, both in the Instagram feed and also in the Instagram story. It'll be on there. I look forward to talking one-on-one and ministering as the Holy Spirit leads. Since I've decided to do this, the Lord led me to do this, I've talked to a lot of you, and I really enjoy ministering to you. So if you like to reach out, don't be shy. I'm very friendly. I am. I promise. I promise. Now, other announcements. If you need this ministry's PayPal or cash info, you can access the PayPal by going to paypal.me slash prolificfire or the cash app, which is the dollar symbol and prolific fire. The P in prolific is capital. The I, the F in fire is capital written all together. If you pull up a cash app that has a soul with fire coming out of it, that is the right cash app. I added my name, Prophet Satan, to it so you would know that you have the right cash app. If the Lord leads you to sow, please do so. And for those of you that are sowing, I pray that the Lord blesses back to you 30, 60, 100 fold, according to your faith, be it unto you. 
That's what I always pray over. You see, always. As usual, you can find me on Twitter at Prolific Fire on Instagram at Property Faith like the Prolific Fire Ministry Facebook page. If you don't reach out to me for prayer, for whatever reason, if you don't reach out to me but you know you need prayer and you don't mind being on there, your next opportunity will be Friday. Join me for Faith on the Line with Prophetess Paid. I will be filling in for her, and it will be a time of prayer and encouragement. Friday night, 8 Eastern, 7 Central, 5 Pacific. 8 Eastern, 7 Central, 5 Pacific. By calling the same number that many of you call tonight, 347-426-3782. Your prayer request will be taken, so calling the phone line will be open for Faith on the Line Friday night. Then join me back here on Political Fire for, for another word from the Lord. Same night, time, and place, which would be 10 Eastern, 9 Central, 7 Pacific. Until then, everybody have a blessed, wonderful night in the Lord. Good night. If you're on the phone lines, you can hang up because it's going to take me a minute.